This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome to Faith on the Field Show. I'm Rob Motti with my beautiful wife, Remy. It's great to be with you on all of our radio affiliates across the country, and thank you if you're listening to the podcast. We have some exciting news. Next week, we will debut on several more radio stations so stay tuned for that announcement on the Shepherd Radio Network in Florida and in Texas. Welcome back to my lovely wife. It's been a while. It's, I'm excited. I'm excited you, to be back. You've had me doing this solo for uh, a little bit, and um, it's it's good to have you here. Yeah, things Re- have been interesting, and I've been busy, but good yes. busy. And, uh, <laughs> you know, if you guys want to know a quick update, <laughs> I don't just do residential. I do commercial real estate now. So it's been even more busy, yeah. but it's pretty cool. So. You know, so if you're looking to do more than just buy a home in the Florida area, but yes. buy some multifamilies Let's and commercial property, oh Let's my step goodness, up and do some yeah. multifamily and hotels. Let's go. <laughs> I, it used to be where I was always on my phone, and now you're always I'm on your always phone, on and I'm phone. still always on my phone. Yeah. But we're still finding time to have some fun together mm-hmm. and hanging out with the kids. Of course, our guest this week is Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman Trey Smith. Stay tuned for that conversation. He's coming up. Trey mentions, and we discuss a little bit, Matthew 23, 12, a verse that he had posted on his social media. I believe he said maybe back in uh, college uh, he did that. And he's only entering his third year in the NFL with Kansas City. But it was Matthew 23, 12, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. And he talks about how... it. At that stage of his life in college, there's a lot of guys going around cocky, arrogant, showing off, and he just wanted to let his work do the talking. And sometimes we, we look around, and I, I've I've always had a hard times with this throughout my life. And, you know, playing ball, it's, it's kind of funny because when you're playing sports and, and you like to talk trash a little bit, when you're playing, when you're having fun, it may come across – as you're not humble, but I think that's a different kind of um, confidence. Mm-hmm. And it's it's different when you're talking about exalting yourself. Like in this day and age, when everybody's on social media telling you how great their day was and how awesome their latest uh, adventure, adventure yes, or whatever yes. it was, mm-hmm. it, it looks like people are exalting themselves. Mm-hmm. I, I it, it's, it's tough. And being being humble is is one of those things that hey Jesus was humble mm-hmm. try to live your life as best as possible like Jesus and if he was a person who if there's anyone out there who can brag mm-hmm. uh somebody who could turn water into wine who can raise the dead uh he he had that right he had that authority but he didn't do it he he was always humble and i i love how this says those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted it brings me back to, and you will you will love this um, analogy, not analogy, but this example. Nick Foles, oh, one of the most the yes. right, one of the most humble athletes I've ever been around, was lifted. He went through it all in his his career. He he was a Pro Bowl player in his second season. He set a record that was since broken, but he had 27 touchdowns and two interceptions, the best touchdown to interception ratio. Then he got hurt. Then he got traded. Then he got cut. And then he comes back and he's a backup. And and then Carson Wentz goes down in a 2017 Eagles season. And there's Nick Foles 
on that big stage in the Super Bowl out dueling Tom Brady and is the Super Bowl MVP. He was exalted. He was a humble guy who was who humbled always humbled himself but he was exalted and that platform that he had on that stage he used it to glorify God continues to do that to this day never changed the same person before the same person after i think that's the greatest example in sports that i can ever give about a humble athlete being exalted yeah no i totally agree although i don't relate to sports in that in that <laughs> in that way but from my own life every time i think that um, one, I've made it, or two, I can do it by mm. myself. God reminds me real quick, like, check yourself. Mm. And that check yourself is always in a, in a way that mm. I find myself not knowing what I, what to do next, or I find myself going, how did I get here, yeah. and how do I continue to stay here? And the answer is always very clear to me. Go back and rely on the Lord, always. And if I don't rely on him, I go nowhere, <laughs> nowhere fast. But when I go back and rely on him, and every time I I say, oh, man, okay, I got to this place here. It's so cool. Um, like, look what I've done. And yeah. then I remind myself, I have not done anything. It was all Jesus. It was all, he put me in this place. He brought me here. He took me there. He took he he parted waters for me. He did so much. And you know the backstory of all I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. And um, man, and and every and every human being I met throughout the entire uh, you journey. know journey, that the cocky ones were, in my opinion, like man, why are these so cocky? <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> I'm like, man, they need Jesus. Like, you, mm-hmm. you're not the top of the mountain, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the funny thing is that people are doing what I want to do or I look up to them. They're the humble ones. And to me, they're not, like, they're not out there parading right. and, and saying this and that. And it just well, reminds me There's that fake day. it till you make it, right, mentality that you see so, you so much it. of that on yeah. social. But it just reminds me to stay humble regardless. Even if you've, even if you've met those goals, even if you've done... Um, all the cool things, you know what I mean? Yeah. That It's so awesome to see people that are humble and always reminds me to stay humble. And, and and God always reminds me to stay humble because every time I feel like, oh, something is great or doing something or whatever, and then I get a curveball and then back to square <laughs> one, and, and then I don't let go because I know what God gave me in my heart and what yeah. he promised me, but he also promised me um, that in order for it to happen i have to depend on him solely and completely because i didn't get here by accident i got here because of him and it just keeps reminding me to stay always in connection with him praying and and just really know what the end result is and to me the end result is no matter what i do and how uh, big i get or how big you get Mm -hmm. the end result is god gets exalted in the end yeah glorify him every step of the way that's all that we care about you know, it's not about the money or the status or whatever. It's just God being exalted. Which is, is something that when I'm praying with the girls every night, um, and it's an extensive, long prayer, and, and I love the fact that they um, 
if I change some of it, they will remind me, hey, why mm-hmm. did you say this today instead of that? And, and they're, they're paying attention, which is what I want them to do. And, and it's just something that is so important to me. But I, I always say that as we're praying, help us be the best that we can be in every aspect of our lives to glorify you every step of the way, Lord. And, and, and that to me is so important because every step of the way, glorifying the Lord. And uh, my story, his glory is, is kind of been the mantra for this show. It's, it's, we've got the t-shirts and we've always done that. It's kind of been a big deal. Before I go any further though, I do want to stop for a second and shout out some people because earlier this week, um, from the New York Jets, Bryce Hall, who is our neighbor here in Florida, he had reached out to me a couple of weeks ago and said, hey, before I go to training camp, it's been on my heart to speak to some kids about the work that Jesus has done in my life. And, and he's got a, a nice testimony, as does his wife, Anzel. And so I, I reached out like, you know, I had done this big event with Brian Dawkins uh, last month up north at Valley Forge. And, um, and so I... It was quick, and what can we do here? Reached out to my friend John Ruggles, who is uh, with Elevated Mission, and he said, hey, we got a place. We got Jamel Felder from Pitbull Fitness, uh, former Penn State football player. Uh, awesome. You know, Yay. you could you could we say are. it. There, I, I knew you were going to say we it. Are. Yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> so, That's my uh, Penn State people. My man. <laughs> man's got a strong testimony himself, and they're doing something called uh, uh, like a, a boot camp and Bible study and trying to invite some kids to come out and, and, and do that. So we, we got together and, and Bryce went over there and uh, he spoke and, and his wife spoke. And then uh, I did a little bit and, and presented the gospel. And um, it, it was cool to see some some kids and some, some teenagers put their hands up and, and say, hey, I prayed that salvation prayer with you for the first time. And that's that's what it's all about. So I just want to thank Bryce and, and John and Jamel for doing that. Um, just I, I love taking, you know, this show has been so amazing in this past six, seven years. Are, are we? It's, so it started in 17. We're in year seven, six years and a couple months. But being able to go out and do these events and something that we want to continue to do and do a lot more of. And um, it, it's so exciting and it's so cool to see the reaction. Like instantly, I came home that day and a couple kids reach out to me on, on Instagram. Uh, that's their that's their social of choice, not Twitter. It's I not Facebook. Instagram. I'm Come not on. a TikToker, so they can't yeah, get me on. Either. And they're like, hey, we really appreciate yeah. um, what what you said today. And, and it meant a lot to us. And that, that's what it's, it's really all about. And it's about being humble and glorifying the Lord and allowing him to lift you up. Um, when, when he, when he sees, uh, in due time, you know, and that's another verse in first Peter, that's, that's Nick's verse from way back when I wrote football faith, but, uh, Trey's got a, a strong testimony, went through some, some health issues in college and always relied on the Lord. So you can hear that from him coming up shortly. But, you know, I, I want to veer a little bit off topic because there's been so much going on in both of our lives. And the fact that we haven't been able to sit down and do this together, as much as I just appreciate looking over across at you, uh, you've, in, you've always inspired me in certain ways, as you were talking earlier and, and saying, like, you know, God tells you to, to, to check yourself. I see that in you and it makes me check myself. Aww, so, you know, I, I just want, I just wanted to say that because it's, it's important for everyone out there to be in a relationship like that, where you mm-hmm. kind of, 
you you inspire each other, you encourage each other, you you motivate each other, and uh, we haven't done as great of a job as we did probably a few years ago and early in our marriage of of like reading the Bible together. I know you do it on your own, I mm-hmm. do it. You know what's awesome is like sometimes I'll come downstairs and, and you just left the Bible open to something on the yes. kitchen table, right? <laughs> and I know you read something good and yeah. you want me, and mm-hmm. I do the same thing. Good. It's not like, hey, look at me, I read the, it's like, no, 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 I, I want you to read that. And, and I love the Bible that we have the NLT study guide because we go like, first of all, it's worn out and I love a worn out Bible because you know, it's, it's gotten some use, but then the highlighter marks throughout it, not on the, the, the verses themselves, but on the study part, the study guide, because it really helps. And someone reached out to me recently, um, someone I hadn't spoken to probably met one time came to one of our, um, Remy and Rob events that we did way back when we were um, putting together for Christmas some toys for kids, and she came to one of these events, and um, I forget uh, what she, who she was affiliated with, but reached out to me on social media and said, hey, I just want to let you know that I wasn't always a person of faith, but... Remy and you both inspired me and, and you know, I'm, I'm a believer now and wow. you know, what, what, what can I do next? And I said, first off, you know, get yourself. And, and I, th- I think she has found a church, but I, I was like, get yourself a Bible that you can understand. Read a Bible that sure. you can understand with a good study guide. And, and that applies to everyone out there. If you're new in your journey or if you're many years into your journey, Get yourself a Bible that you can understand it. And I, I love to read that big worn out Bible because it's less distraction than if I'm on my phone and on the Bible app. That's convenient. And when I'm putting the kids to sleep and I'm sitting with them or sitting in bed or wherever, I'm scrolling through the Bible app, but you get distracted real easily. When you get the Bible in front of you, it's not as easily distracted. It's it's strange how that Bible is very, um, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's not just a book that you're just going to open and that's yeah. it. It's, it, it literally, once you open it, you really do feel like something is coming to life. Like, mm-hmm. it's so interesting. And then one word would turn into, like, a whole thought in your mind because the one word, God uses it kind of like an arrow to hit your heart in a different way. And you're like, whoa, well, I've read this a million times before, but strangely enough today, <laughs> this something really hit me, you know? So, yes, read the Bible. Read something that's simple enough that you understand and while you're reading it, or before you read it, just say, just a simple prayer, like, Lord, speak through these words to me. Mm-hmm. And when you say that, just something will happen, and you will definitely feel something different. You will feel like, okay, something strange here. Because let me tell you guys, sometimes I open a Bible when I'm, I have like a crazy day, and I open the Bible to something. You, you, I kid you not, it, it's like <laughs> God is saying, here's your answer to your prayer. Yeah. Right there. And I shared with you before, like many times like that happened. Yeah. And I'm, Recently I, it, it happened. It freaks it me out. Cool. It really does. Yeah. It does freak me out because I was like, whoa, that's crazy. But yes, it does happen when you pray and then you open your Bible. He does speak to you. Yeah. It's that. It's incredible. I will say this about the Bible app. I do love to various study plans yeah, on there. Yeah, those are cool. Last thing before going to sleep. I love to read that and, and let that, because I don't, I don't know about you, but when I lay down to sleep, like you make fun of me and think that like I conk out immediately. Like, go <laughs> you ahead, you, you can, you can. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> like next thing you know, I'm passed out, but I, I'm still like, I, I'm meditating or I'm thinking, and it's usually the last thing you read. 
the last thing you scrolled through. And, um, it, you know, you hate when I do the, the I'm reading through news and I'm like, oh, I don't want to yeah, hear I that. Really you just, that. you don't want yeah. it, to, it's, it's frustrating. It's infuriating at times. And this, this world is so upside down and topsy turvy and all that stuff. Read that. That's where, you know, if your book is, your Bible's not right in front of you. Hey, you, you can read through um, the Bible plan and, and yeah. check that out. And last thing before going to bed, and let that marinate a little bit in, just in your pray. minds. Yeah, and just pray before you go to bed. Absolutely. Well, hey, this was fun. Welcome yes, back. I, I'm you. I'm excited that that you're going to be trying. We're going to carve out some time. We're going to make sure Absolutely. that you're on. Especially, stay tuned. Next week, we're going to launch on the Shepherd Network and on a few more stations. Uh, exciting in Florida, in Texas. That's going to be fun. But up next, you're going to hear from Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman Trey Smith. You're listening to Faith on a Field Show today. Over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. With 33 convenient locations, Heritage's Dairy Stores desires to be your deli of choice. Heritage's full-service delis offer great-tasting products for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Harry Egg Breakfast Sandwich, made with two farm-fresh eggs, cheese, choice meat on a fresh Kaiser roll, makes morning simple. Heritage's famous subs are built on freshly baked Lysio rolls and feature Dietz & Watson premium meats and cheeses, freshly sliced anytime. Making lunches at home? Try one of our lunchbox specials, which are sure to please. Heritage's Dairy Stores, our family, your hometown deli. This is Derek Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome back to Faith on the Field Show. I'm Rob Mighty. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonafieldshow.com. Find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had a Incredible lineup of guests. You can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear the full interviews on there in case sometimes we cut them a little short to fit for radio. Be sure also to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on the Field and tell a friend or two or a million about the show. If you would like to be a sponsor and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at team at Faith on a Field Show. Dot com. If you don't have a business to advertise on, but you would still like to help the ministry, we do have a donate button on our page on faithonafieldshow.com. We are now also, exciting news as well that I didn't mention at the top, we are in the process of being a nonprofit too as well. So that's really cool. Our guest this week, Trey Smith, has started every game at guard for the Kansas City Chiefs since he was drafted in the sixth round in the 2021 NFL Draft. He was part of an offensive line that held the NFL's best pass rush, the Philadelphia Eagles, to zero sacks in the Super Bowl. They protected Patrick Mahomes well, and Kansas City rallied to win that game 38-35. I had this conversation with Trey a few months ago. He was being honored in his hometown. It was Trey Smith Day. Uh, It was very exciting for him. So here is that conversation. Trey, it's great to talk to you. Uh, I know it's a big day for you, man. First off, what's that feel like? You're going to get uh, be honored with Trey Day in your hometown 
in Tennessee? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely something that's amazing to think about. Uh, being able to win the Super Bowl and come back home the champion, uh, something you always dream about as a kid. So really excited about uh, training day today, but also humbled knowing that this community is what made it happen. For someone like yourself who you were drafted in the sixth round, you went through some adversity in college, right, with a blood clot disorder, Not maybe not knowing whether or not you were going to play to be a Super Bowl champion, to start every game in the NFL since you were drafted. What has that experience been like for you? Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Obviously, with the draft, you don't get the yielded respect um, and, you know, results that you wanted. Uh, but ultimately, you know, it doesn't matter where you get drafted. It matters what you do once you get drafted or where you, once you get to a team. So I have an opportunity to start, uh, play for organization, a franchise like the Chiefs, and play with a talented quarterback uh, like Patrick Mahomes and won a Super Bowl. It made it all worth it, you know. What's it like blocking for Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, uh, it's different. You know, he's the ultimate playmaker, play extender. Um, you know, he's a great human being, so it's really easy to do my job and protect him. And I think that's uh, the, the biggest difference is just like, you know, uh, sustaining your blocks longer because he's going to extend plays and make different things happen. Uh, I covered the Super Bowl, and I think one of the biggest surprises for me and a lot of people watching was the Eagles have such a dominant pass rush, 70 sacks going into that game, and you and the rest of the guys up front held them without a sack. How did you make that happen? Yeah, yeah uh, you know, the whole week in- whole week leading up to the Super Bowl, media kept asking us, you know, what are we going to do against the D-line? What are we going to do against the Boston pass rush? You know, the best state by Bears. And for us, it just felt like the narrative was all about them and nothing about us, you know. At the end of the day, that's the beautiful thing about football. You got to put that ball down and you got to go play. And ultimately, you know, we knew the job that we had and we knew if we could keep 15 clean and allow him to do his job properly, we'd have a good chance to win the game. I knew Andy Reid very well from his time in Philadelphia, and, and I think he just put on a, a coaching clinic in that game. What's it like to play for Andy from two perspectives? One, him as, as a, a player's coach, as a leader, and then from the X's and O's part, Trey. Yeah. No, uh, when I got drafted to, to, to the Chiefs, it was like, it was a huge deal, one. But I was so excited to play for Coach Reid, you know. You talk about a Hall of Fame, a future Hall of Fame uh, head coach. Um, you know, as a player's coach, um, he's the best. He's the greatest, man. Uh, I'm a big guy, so I love talking about food. Coach Reed loves <laughs> food, so we easily connect on that level. Uh, but also getting the best out of his players, bringing the best out of them. You know, he has a phrase, let your personality show. And I love that because he's not trying to hinder or discourage who you are as a player. He wants you to thrive and succeed, but not hinder who you are as a person as well. Uh, but, you know, from an X's and O's standpoint, first class, best in the game. And I think the best part about him and his coaching staff is the ability to lead, but the ability to teach. And they effectively teach on a, a different level than I've ever been around. Um, but in terms of, like, offensive mindset, I mean, he's an absolute genius on the field. But it's really, it's really a blessing to be able to work with him. How much are you guys going to miss Eric Bieniemy, who was the offensive coordinator there for several years, uh, as you guys were having so much success? Yeah, we're going to really miss EB, man. Uh, I love playing for EB. Like the fire and passion he brings for the game, uh, the consistency he brings as well. Uh, it's definitely something we're going to miss. I uh, wish him best of luck in Washington. And, you know, he definitely has deserved and earned the right to be a head coach in this league. 
Uh, but ultimately, man, uh, you know, Coach Nagy's going to step up, and, you know, we're going to be good. We're going to be well off. But, you know, losing EB is going to be different. Obviously, I'm just a second-year player. Uh, Coach Bienemy's tenure was way before mine. And, you know, when you lose key pieces like that, things change. Uh, it's going to be extremely hard to, to adapt over that just because of how, you know, instrumental and pivotal he is in our organization's success. But, you know, once again, wish EB the most the most success and I have the utmost respect for him as well. No doubt. Trey, I know you're going to be involved in the NFL's player development program, professional development program, and, and you're going to be in L.A. Tell me a little bit about what got you interested in this and, and why you're you're going forward with it. Yeah, WME Career Tours, uh, something my sister uh, has worked diligently on and introduced me to it. And for me, you know, the opportunity to better myself outside of a football capacity from a professional standpoint, uh, I think it's extremely important to jump on those opportunities and just get better because – Nothing's really guaranteed in the sport. So when I heard about the WB Career Tours, I just wanted to branch out and network better. And specifically, they have three different groups going to you, – you can – there's the music industry, there's Nike, there's Interscope Records. Did you have your choice and and for deciding on going with fifth season and the Hidden Empire next week, uh, what went into that decision? I was just trying to learn about the world of entertainment mm-hmm. and – to me, those two really stood out to me more. Do you have specific goals in mind? Uh, possibly, like, I don't know, like, movie making, uh, just acting, possibly, just anything in the entertainment space and capacity. Very cool, man. Trey, before, before I let you go, I, I would love to ask you about putting God first, what that means to you in your life. Putting God first is sort of like the, the mantra, like, for me... I've had a lot of things I had to overcome and deal with, a lot of adversity, and the common denominator has been my faith to bring me through. Uh, I got diagnosed with blood clots when I lost my mom at 15, um, you know, even during the draft. Uh, for me, just putting my faith and trust in him, understanding that I'm walking by faith and not by sight necessarily. You know, the, the, the path in front of me might be bleak, but ultimately he has a plan for me. He's not going to fail me. So I guess that's sort of how I put it into words, but, you know, just trust in him. I love that, man. I, I really like the verse that you have pinned on your Twitter, too, Matthew twenty three twelve. For those, yeah, yeah, that one's great. And, and uh, w- what does that specifically mean to you? For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Yeah, I, I think I did that in high school. I'm not sure. It was when I was getting recruited. And wow. You, know, you see a lot of dudes that are just super flashy and, pretty much almost conceited and arrogant in high school. And it used to sort of just like take me off. And I understood that at the end of the day, I didn't want to be that guy. And I wanted to take the humble road. And I love that verse because it's just like, you know, guys who flash themselves around and do all these things and exalt themselves are going to be humbled. Whereas like, you know, you stay humble, you stay low key, you stay grinding, you keep constantly believing in God, doing your thing. Not everyone needs to see it, you know, because eventually God's going to put you on a platform himself. You'll have your own opportunity. It'll come, you know, his glory will be able to shine through you. You won't have to do all the extra stuff. So that's sort of how I saw it. Um, I love that verse, you know. It's still been my, my pen tweet this whole time. That's awesome, man. Well, listen, good luck and wish you a ton of blessings next week. And in, in your career, I, I know you got a, a long way to go before you have to focus on the future, but it's great that you're getting a head start. Absolutely. Thank you for having me this morning. 
That's it for this week. Thank you to Trey Smith. Thank you to Doug, Pastor Scott, and everyone on our team. And thank you for listening to Faith on the Field Show. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. With 33 convenient locations, Heritage's Dairy Stores desires to be your deli of choice. Heritage's full-service delis offer great-tasting products for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Harry Egg Breakfast Sandwich, made with two farm-fresh eggs, cheese, choice meat on a fresh Kaiser roll, makes mornings simple. Heritage's famous subs are built on freshly baked Lysio rolls and feature Dietz & Watson premium meats and cheeses, freshly sliced anytime. Making lunches at home? Try one of our lunchbox specials, which are sure to please. Heritage's Dairy Stores, our family, your hometown deli.